0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Nebula Coaching Podcast. Adam here, continuing the strange introductions to our podcast. Um, so I, I, I'm okay. i okay, I wasn't sleeping and I don't have a deviated septum, I'm, I'm all good. I suppose what I wanted to do was create a scene about what, what's important um, and what we're gonna be talking about in this podcast. Um, so this podcast is all about rest, recovery, and why it's important. So this stems off the back of... Um, myself and Kate taking a bit of a break this week. So we went away and we stayed in a friend's place um for the week while they were away. So we were kind of house sitting. And one of the things that made me want to make this podcast is realize that you don't know when you need rest until you take it. Um, and it it actually kind of slots in nicely with with a topic I'll talk about later on um, in terms of sleep. But you don't know when you're tired until you take a break and then realize how tired you were. So sleep, recovery, rest, it's the other side of the coin that we don't talk about enough. So we're always banging on about how we need to train hard, push hard, and um basically get everything done. And it's true, we definitely need to try and put inputs into the body so that the body is able to change. But we also need to know when to take the foot off the gas and to take a little bit of a rest. And to make sure that the body is getting back up to baseline, and we use that graph analogy that if if you were a flatlining along the along the graph, that any stress imposed on you over time, whether it be a really hard training session over an hour or a really demanding job over two years, that's going to impose stress on you and. What's really gonna keep you healthy is your ability to switch off your recovery, your rest, your regeneration strategies that allow you to still perform at a high level under demanding circumstances. Um, And I suppose what's happened over the past, I'd say decade, is working harder and resting less has been championed as being something that everybody needs to do. Because, for example, the world's best CEO's have been doing you know sleeping three hours a night for 20 years and I can tell you right now that that's either miraculous and they are a one in one in a lifetime type person or else it's a it's a blatant lie. Um, so I suppose what I'm here to do and what this podcast and if it's the only thing you take out of this podcast is um, and I remember saying it to a client a few years ago that it's okay to rest it's really okay to rest. And and sometimes people um come looking for for I suppose verification that it's okay. They look to health professionals, doctors, um, etc., to say, can I get signed off of work? I'm under pressure, I'm not feeling great, or I'm I'm really, really, you know, sore, or whatever it is, right? Um and, and I remember saying it to a client a few um maybe a year or two ago, and they kind of looked at me in disbelief because it was the first time that somebody told them that. Resting, sleeping, looking after yourself is, it's okay. It's not, it doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't mean that you're not, um, you're less of a performer um, or you're not trying hard enough. It doesn't mean that at all. And that's a really big message that everybody needs to hear at some stage. You do not need to be working 12 hours a day, seven days a week, for three years or whatever it is, it does not work like that. Your body cannot cope with that. And you need to make sure that you're looking after yourself. Taking ownership. And it's one of the biggest things we say to clients when they come into us is well done. Well done. You've taken the ownership now upon yourself. You've taken a little bit of um control back in your health and your fitness. Well done. And let's move it on now again. And and I suppose when people reach out and they get in contact it's kind of the first I suppose, hand up um, a scenario that, that, that people do for themselves. They put the hand up and say, do you know what, I actually don't have this all sussed and I need help. Uh, and that's a really, really important step for most people to get to. Um, because without that step, you're not going to improve. So I suppose just getting back to our topics of, of rest and why we need it, why is rest, recovery, regeneration? Why are these things important? And they're really important because without them, what's going to happen is we're going to overstress the system. The the motor is going to burn out or the engine is going to burn out. And we need to make sure that that we have the tools in place that we can deal with the stress that we're imposing on our system. So if it's training hard, if it's a tough job, whatever it is, making sure that we're able to rest and recover from that so that we can go hard and train and get fit and get healthy and get job promotions and all this kind of crack, making sure that we can do that to no end. So you're really only as strong as your rest and recovery. You're really only as strong as all those, all uh, your water intake, your food intake. Um. So we're, we're going we're to talk a little bit about, you know, why why it is that, you know, we can tailor specific forms of rest and recovery to the different demands so for example if you have stressed your system over lack of sleep there's certain things that you can do to make sure that you improve that and one of the things obviously would be to get enough sleep and get better sleep if it is that you've trained really really hard and you're sore the next day then making sure that you know you're performing some form of cold therapy or some form of manual therapy to the point whereby you're improving your tissue quality again so that you can train harder soon. If it's the case that you've been working really really hard under extreme heat then you need to make sure that you need to you, you take on water so that you're not becoming too dehydrated to a dangerous level. So really whatever whatever the stress is then you can make sure that you have a dedicated in a specific strategy to make sure that you're regenerating you're recovering if it's work stress the best way to take the stress off and decrease the load is to take a holiday or a break and like I was saying myself and Kate did something like that this week and we feel 10 times better for it because we haven't had a break in 18 months now if you asked me the week yesterday or the last week if we needed a break I would have said no we're fine and this is the thing with with stress. Um, and it, it ties in nicely with, with the first, I suppose, important pillar of recovery, of, um, which is sleep, is that you don't know when you're tired. So you'll you feel tired every so often, but you don't know when you're chronically tired. You don't know when you really need a holiday, because what you're probably doing is you're in a cycle of being over-caffeinated, over-stimulated, uh, underslept, chronically worked, and you don't realize when you need that um, that break. Um, so a couple of years ago, a guy called Matthew Walker wrote a book called Why We Sleep. And this book really took the world by storm. The fitness world, the business world, took it by storm. Because what people really realized is they're chronically overworked, they're underslept, and that the recovery practices was probably leading them down um, a bad path in terms of um, health and performance. So what Matthew Walker did in his book is he presented information and data collected from years of research and from talking to experts about how if you sleep less than seven hours a night, you're at a heightened risk of developing Alzheimer's later in life. Um, and, you know, you're developing, uh, your chances of developing um Uh, other age-related diseases increases as well. So what he looked at was improving the quality of your sleep, improving the duration of your sleep. And I suppose one thing that we're always talking about clients is quality comes first. It has to come first. So if that's your training, if it's your food, if it's your sleep, there's no point in trying to go from five hours sleep to 10 hours sleep if you're still sleeping crap. Okay, so Um, and plus you're probably going to be annoyed because you can't go out and do other things because you're having, having to add another five hours to your sleep time it's the same with your food there's no point in adding loads of you know pears and bananas and all these other good things if um if you're still eating like you know five takeaway pizzas a week okay so just improving the quality of it um simply like like training as well so improving the way you lift and how you lift versus how much you can lift so quality counts it counts for an awful lot um and it's the first thing you should always look at is how can i do this what i'm currently doing how can i do that better um so just getting back to kind of the sleep so sleeping better is one of the biggest things that you can do that will make um you feel 10 times better perform better um have a better uh, outlook in terms of your health and your fitness if sleep was a tablet people would be lining up at the pharmacy to get it lining up because it's so powerful it's totally free and it's actually quite pleasurable people like sleeping they like the idea of resting yet where we've been championed and it's been championed throughout the business world, the fitness and health world, that sleeping less leads to more productivity and it, doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't mean that at all, okay? So taking pride in your rest and knowing when to rest is really important. So taking pride in your sleep is, I know it sounds kind of funny to say it and people might be going, oh, what the fuck is he on about? Taking pride in what you're doing, if it's training, if it's drinking water, if it's sleeping, is really important. Donna's scratching the coach. So taking pride in what it is that you're doing is really important because nobody, and this is important to, to know, nobody knows what you're trying to do. So if you're trying to get healthier, fitter, and you say to somebody, I'm going to sleep or I'm drinking a bottle of water and they uh, go, oh, look at you, yeah. you enjoy shite or whatever. whatever. They don't know what they're trying to do. So their opinion doesn't really matter. Um, that was a side point. Okay, so matching up our types of recovery and a regeneration with uh, fatigue and distress. So the two single biggest stressors we see um, in, 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 a, in people is overworked. In their job, and overtrained in the gym or out in the field or whatever it is, overtrained to the point where by uh, they're sore all the time, their numbers aren't improving, their body composition is improving. Um, so what we need to do is we need to make sure that they rest better. So you can't really train harder and train more without upping your rest. Okay, they both go up at the same rate. So what that means is oftentimes people will come in and say I'm my, my body my body weight isn't improving and my training numbers aren't improving as a result or sorry vice versa so my training numbers aren't improving my, my body composition isn't improving and, and oftentimes you can go oh yeah you can start looking at the gym based work and say yeah maybe we could change this and change this but simply changing the way you rest so getting more food uh, better food more water uh, better sleep, that might be the thing that just kickstarts you again and, you know, training the same training the same to the same intensity means that, you know, you get better results. So, making sure that you rest can oftentimes be the key that overcomes the barrier. And that sounds pretty hard to hear because I think people are always looking for what's the next exercise? What's the next thing I can do? What's the the next supplement, the next exercise, the next way to do it? And sometimes it's just the simplicity of training hard, drinking loads of water, eating pretty well, and then sleeping consistently and regularly. And people don't like to hear that because it's not fancy, but it's really like it's the 90% of it all. I'm going to say more, I'm going to say like 95, 98, 90 whatever percent. That's exactly what people need to be doing more of. And it's what we're not doing. We're not drinking enough water. We're not eating well. We're not sleeping enough. Because of the way life has gone, training demands are are exceeded. Uh, Work demands are exceeded probably even more so again. So if we're to live healthy, active lives and train harder to get better results in our fitness and our health, our sleep, our food and our water, have to match those demands. So that's the question I'm gonna ask you here, is, is your training, your food, and probably most importantly, is your sleep matching the demands and your aspirations for what you want from your training and from your work life? And the parting shot I'm gonna take is, it's absolutely okay to rest more, to get more out of yourself. And you should look at rest, sleep, food and water as your vehicle to do that. You should want to rest more, get better sleep, drink more water, eat better food in order to get more out of yourself. Because we can't drive the length of the country on an empty tank. You need to fill up that tank, fill up the cup. Thanks very much, guys. If anybody has any questions on the sleep podcast or the rest podcast, rather, I know we went into sleep a lot, but it kind of did seem like sleep was probably the most important thing there. Um, so if anybody does have any questions, insights, experiences, then please do reach out to us. Um, if you think that this is something that somebody in your life would uh, like to hear or maybe even should hear. Now, so if you know somebody who's over caffeinated, overstimulated, underslept, chronically worked, training, you know, you know, six, seven times a week plus, and not getting anywhere, then this podcast is probably for them. Um so maybe send that their way and we will catch you the next time guys, and yeah, keep it real.